0: The following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker, June Hunt. June, there's a topic of our many topics here on at uh, uh, our ministry that comes up uh, often enough on the program. But uh, I think people don't lead with that. They often don't think about it this particular topic as being their, uh, you know, underlying issue uh, that mm-hmm. they're dealing with. And that's one that is uh, manipulation. And ah. <laughs> so, w- you know, I- explain that if if you would for someone. How, do, how? What does manipulation look like?
1: Well, the reason people don't think about it, I, I remember when I taught on this topic and wrote on this topic, I could not find one book on the topic. Hmm. I'm talking about at the time I could not find... Even a secular book, not Christian or secular, so um, and yet i I knew I had been manipulated um, and I didn't like it, and I didn't know what to do. so manipulation, I call it the art of controlling people hmm. or controlling circumstances by indirect, unfair, or deceptive means, especially to one's own advantage. Someone is trying to manipulate you to get you to do something, but it's not easily detectable uh, because people just don't think of that word. Uh, And it happens to those who allow others to have excessive control over them. It's the control that God alone should really have. So... Um since it's it, it can be difficult to detect, um, we have a list of the verbal methods of what I call playing the ma- the manipulation game verbal. so we also have another list of of uh, nonverbal manipulation, but for the verbal, let me describe it. The first is what I call the subversive schemer. Um, this is where it's they scheme to plot some something deceptive. They distort reality. They tell half truths, um, and it's very difficult because uh, manipulators imply if you don't. Willingly do what I want. I will trick you into doing it. By the way, um, just to give you an example of of manipulation. um, In the Bible, there's a woman named Rebecca. And she has a son. Um, And this is where there was Esau and Jacob. Um Esau is is um, ready to bestow the birthright, blessing on his oldest son. Um, I, uh, the I, Isaac Isaac is is going to bestow the the birthright. Hmm. and it the birthright should go to Esau, but Rebecca is the mom and she schemes, and does she manipulates the whole event. Um basically uh the the, the dad, um who's is Isaac, uh he is is blind. And uh, so he tell she tells um Jacob to um how to pretend that he Jacob is is uh, to, to, to fool uh, the the dad um, he, so it it's to, to, to pretend well he goes get and gets I'm sorry I'm stammering here uh, she prepares uh, this tasty food um, and you know the the thing is to she's wanting to manipulate uh, the the birth, the uh, birthright to go to her favored son. So she basically um, wants to take advantage of several things. That number one, he can't see, so that he's going to end up going and and uh, getting the the skin of uh, of an animal, putting it on. On um, um, Jacob, even though he is smooth skinned Esau was hairy, if you will, mm-hmm. and and so, um, you know, it, it's it's really to- totally deceptive. So that that's the concept here, and you see how manipulative the mother is, Rebecca, and so, um, it, there, it, it's scheming. You know, you should meet my needs. You should make me happy. You should. Give me security. You, you, all these things, making, making someone feeling obligated. If you don't meet my expectations, you're, ne- you're guilty of neglect. So it's verbally, um, uh, even with sarcasm, you know, stabbing with cutting humor, um, you know, jabbing words, uh, put downs. Uh, malicious uh, mocking and so it's like if you aren't what I want you to be I'll use words to wound you manipulative people are very very difficult um and and uh it's sometimes difficult to, to to detect
2: It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our keys for living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international.
3: 800
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you get to God's hope through our resources. Let me recommend to you the Keys for Living. June was just speaking about the topic of manipulation. Keys for Living, there called Cutting the Strings that Control. And that and many other titles are available by calling customer support. And if you just talk to them about a situation you're dealing with and where you'd like some guidance on that, they'll be able to recommend some resources for you. That number again, 800-488-HOPE. If you'd like to speak with June about that situation or anything else uh, on the program here, something that uh, you'd like some, uh, some direction. Direction on and see really what God's heart is in your situation. Just give us a call at eight hundred night seventeen. We'd like to talk to you about being on an upcoming hope in the night. That number again, eight hundred night seventeen. Just call that and leave a message. We'll get back to you and have that discussion with you. Uh, that's eight hundred night seventeen, eight hundred six four 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 eight one seven. Well, this evening we uh, welcome uh, front on the program. Listening in Tennessee on the Bot Radio Network app uh, is where she listens to us, June, and tonight we have Angie.
1: Well hello Angie. Welcome to Hope. Hi. Hi. How can we help you?
4: Um so I've been uh I've been dealing with um trying to um forgive my mother. Um, my heart is because I love god so much i I want to forgive her badly, very badly, but um the manipulation thing keeps coming up, and the 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 pain of um constantly feeling like I'm being tricked um, mm. into doing things um I have to kind of um I guess constantly stay in my guard, and uh, it's making it difficult to to forgive
1: her. Wow. Well, describe what is it that she has done so manipulative um, that so so much so that you have to be on your guard.
4: Um, well, I was a pageant. Child um, started, I think, when I was six, um, and I hated pageants. But my mom was a very um, kind of a socialite, so. Um,
1: so you're talking about like a, a beauty pageant? Yes. Okay, yeah. and does that um, also mean uh, you also have to have a certain talent, or yes. is it pure beauty? Okay. So um and a talent, yeah. Yeah, so so d- wow. that's hmm, well. Wow. <laughs> I'm 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 having visions of what that could be like. At, you said at age 6 is when you started. Yes, ma'am. Or was, she um, or she started you in this.
4: Yes, hated it. <laughs> but um really I was, it's she would just kind of buy me things to pacify me, so I would keep doing it or um, cry or anything to kind of get her way. Even when I started at dealing with like psychiatric episodes because of issues, my my pain became her became her like popularity. Like, oh, my daughter has this. It was you know oh, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with this. And it was this um, this kind of fake, uh, I guess you would call it fake sympathy, not really caring every time I went in the hospital, but making it more about herself or um, trying to control every situation. And even just recently, to get me to do what she wants to do, wants me to do, she'll sneak around me or try to buy me something really big, and I always feel like I'm making a deal with the devil every time mm. I cower to like what she wants because she's crying or um yeah it's weird it's hard
1: yes so how old are you Angie
4: uh, now I'm 41
1: okay and so she is still doing this even at age 41 even though you are age 41.
4: To me yeah and my and my sisters and her husband and yeah
1: so so you have uh, sisters plural is that right?
4: Yes, two sisters.
1: Okay, and where are you in the line of the sisters?
4: Uh, Right in the middle. (laughs) Uh Right in the middle.
1: You're the middle child. Okay. And were they also pageant children?
4: No. Um, Hmm. I I was my mother's first born. Um, My older sister was here before me, um, but... um, my mother, I think the way I looked when when she had me, she was pleased with how I looked. So it became about how I looked and not about me as a person. So my looks have always been important, but not what I think or what I say or...
1: Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you said you're the middle child and yet, you're the firstborn. Um, could you explain that?
4: Yeah, my um, she adopted my oldest sister before I was born. Oh, and then okay. right when she adopted her, she got pregnant.
1: Okay. Okay. So um, when so so what? How does she? Or what is she trying to get you to do? Because you're you're not in the pageant world. I'm assuming you're not in the pageant world now, correct? Oh gosh, no. Okay. <laughs> no,
4: not at all. Um, okay. Now it's just um, now it's anything that glorifies her. So if um, if she if there's an event where she's going to be on show, but say I have to be somewhere else. Um, she will make it so that I have to be there. Um, Deliberately leave someone or something important so that I have to get there or um, um, ask like in an emergent kind of, oh, this is really critical kind of way um, for me to do something for that isn't important but just puts her in the spotlight. Um, And I end up risking my job or, um, you know, something important to meet her needs of feeling um, famous. Famous. Yeah, there's not... I, I guess... I guess it's just that she really wants to be important, and really, and she is important to God, but she doesn't know that he cares enough about her so that she doesn't have to seek the validation of me or anyone else.
5: Ah. But that's what she's hungering after,
4: I think, when when she's being manipulative.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Wow. So... What do you think is the reason for her drive to manipulate you, to have you appear where she wants you to appear, to be basically... um, It's like for her to get her way, um, Mm -hmm. she will make up things. That's what I'm hearing you say, that she has Mm -hmm. to have this or she'll tell you she has to have this, whatever the object is, so that you'll have to go get it. By the way, um, does she manipulate the other girls, your sisters?
4: Um, No, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why they established really strong um, borders, either moving so far away that she can't get to them or um there may be like she hates dogs so they'll have like enormous dogs in the house um, so she won't come by or there's there's kind of borders there um
1: like boundaries I do believe
4: okay boundaries um mm-hmm. and I do believe God put me in a place where I had to come back to her so that I would forgive her, even in the midst of what she does. So right now, that's where I'm at, in that spot where God's like, I, I need you to forgive so that you can get to the next place I need you to be in. Um, so, yeah. Um,
1: okay, so you're, you're aware that this is going on it's not um, and usually it's subversive manipulation okay. um, and a lot of people don't detect it until there it's happened again this is uh, and then you can feel bad about yourself for giving in
5: is that right? yeah that's exactly it Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel dirty. You feel dirty mm-hmm. after you've caved to it.
1: Like, what did I just agree with, you know? hmm Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that that's sounds to me like God is wanting um, to use you in a certain way to not cave in, because really, uh, do you know the term enabling? Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. (laughs) So do you see that if you keep caving in where you have been manipulated, then all that does is further confirm that she's getting her way, and she doesn't... um, learn uh, it, you're enabling her to continue to deceive, to manipulate um, it's not up front and and there are times when people are enablers. Um, I'm going to give an example like a uh, a parent who, is uh, trying to well, the, 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 uh, uh, let, let's say a, a kid is on drugs and uh, all of a sudden wants money and and then manipulates the parent to uh, give money. You know, just I, I have to have this. I and, uh, let's say it's a crying spell. Well then the parent gives in, but that doesn't help the child at all.
2: June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library and it's available at hopefortheheart.org/ccl the Karen Council Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org/ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org/ccl.
5: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out JuneHunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth, and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at JuneHunt.org.
0: Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topic, uh, really any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address what's going on in your life. Or maybe, as we said, we do want to help you help others. Maybe there's a resource that we have that would be able to help someone who uh, who you care about and who's uh, struggling through a situation in their life. Just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Talk to them them about what kind of resources you might need to uh, hear from and and, uh, take a look at so they can get that into your hands or maybe point you to a resource online. that would be a free resource on our website. The number, again, is 800-488-HOPE. And we're recommending the keys for living on manipulation called Cutting the Strings That Control. Again, customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Now back to our conversation with Anji.
1: Well, my friend, could you tell me what you think forgiveness means because you've said you've tried to forgive your mother, but what I'm hearing is you know it's not been successful and you think it's important. So, what um, what does forgiveness mean from your perspective?
4: Um that is a really good question. <laughs> um, um forgiveness from my perspective means um setting her and myself free. Um it means seeing the offense but not taking it as offence um anymore. Mm seeing the need of her heart now as opposed to being offended by what she's doing or saying and i'm it's god starting mm-hmm. to soften my heart in that area definitely but yeah that
1: that's what it means to me
4: i, I think but i know there's such a bigger picture to it
1: well there is a freedom um and if you do forgive um <laughs> you, you you will find that it's it does set you free uh and i know you're it, it's a very interesting thing okay let let me pose this actually forgiveness means Dismissing a debt this is one of the meanings it it means release, dismiss um, like if let's assume you needed to borrow a hundred dollars to pay a medical bill and you asked this friend for a loan and you promised to pay it back at the end of the month, but when the time comes for you to pay the money back. You don't have the money because you were in a car crash and and you, you can't do it. Well, unexpectedly, out of the kindness of your friend's heart, your friend says, I don't want you to worry. I've chosen to forgive the debt. You don't have to pay me back and this is a type of forgiveness uh dismissing the debt does that part make sense
4: more than you know yes don't get oh. hard
1: tell me why it's more than i know <laughs>
4: um you said that, obviously, the first thing I went to was, um, you know, the um, unforgiving servant. Um, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, and it just reminded me of um, what Jesus has forgiven us of and the, how big of an affront unforgiveness is when he's dismissed such a huge mm-hmm. debt to, for us. Um, and then I saw my mother and how she she doesn't know how to pay that debt. She just doesn't know how. Um, and it makes me see a lot of, I want to be merciful towards her.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, forgiveness is is a choice. It's it's an act of the will. And it's dismissing the demand that others owe you something. Um, When they fail to meet your expectations, when they fail to keep a promise, uh, when they fail to treat you justly, um, it is... It's like dismissing the debt. It's it's canceling. Um, it's setting someone free from the consequence uh, of falling short of what they should do. It's also let me say it another way. Um, forgive means to release your resentment toward your offender. Like releasing your right to hear I'm sorry. Releasing your right to be bitter. Uh, Releasing your right to get even. Or to dwell on the offense. Your right to hold on to the offense. You're releasing. And it's... um, Some people can think, oh, it's being weak no it is not being weak it's being strong enough to be christ-like because because when jesus was hanging on the cross he said father forgive them they know not what they do they didn't have any idea that those who were crucifying jesus on the cross Those who were the crucifiers, they had no idea what was going on at that moment. Jesus was literally dying for our sin. In other words, the payment was on him. He paid the price so that if you and I would humble our hearts and receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, he would forgive all our sins. Jesus, who is God in the flesh, when he came to earth, he took on humanity in terms of physical um, uh, blood, uh, his his whole physical being. Though he is God, there is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, called the Trinity. So when God came to earth in human form that would be Jesus and his intent knowing that there would be those who would he knew that he was going to be crucified because Jesus being God he knew everything and yet uh, when he was dying on the cross um the the point was for him to say father forgive them um he didn't focus on the fault he focused on their need and and i'm talking about the his, his mindset um was he was doing this to be the savior he paid the price that we should pay, our guilt is, is very real. And so the point is, because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, every one of us has chosen wrong. No one can say, oh, I've lived a perfect life. And yet, the payment for our sin, the wages of our sin, is, is death. But that's scripture, that's what the Bible says. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So what we, our part is we need to be able to forgive those who have hurt us. And um, I for you, it's your mother, for me, it was my father. And I had my dad was not a a Christian for almost all of his life. and uh, just there there was cruelty and all kinds of things, and I this was my hardest thing that I had in my life to deal with. And so please know, I do understand. The difficulty. And I couldn't understand why would you forgive someone. To me, that was just letting them off the hook.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's also yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I understand right where you are. And I understand on a personal level. But let me explain. Forgiveness... Is not letting the guilty off the hook. It's moving the guilty from your hook because see, you're you're emotionally tied to her, aren't you? To your mom. Yes,
4: yes. It, and it's like, currently tormented by unforgiveness, actively mm-hmm. being tormented by it.
1: Okay. Yeah. What, does, what does that look like? How are you being tormented?
4: Um, I really love Jesus a lot. I really, he is the coolest guy in the universe. And um, just um, spiritual attacks, I guess. Um, you know, it's kind of an open door to the enemy kind of um lies coming in about myself and you know just mental mental torment um really and i know it's from unforgiveness because god showed me what i needed to do beforehand and i've been a christian for like 30 seconds um <laughs> like 2 years
1: Two years, okay. Okay, that, okay, I, I want, during this break, I want you to be writing down the specific things that your mom has done that you need to forgive, okay? So, and then when we come back in two minutes, you're going to share with me what specifically do you need to forgive your mother for, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, so just understand, the issue of forgiveness, you can do this, and we're going to be specific about what you're going to forgive her for, and forgiveness is something, actually, that we all need to do, because there's always been somebody who has done something wrong to
2: It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart international ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at HopeForTheHeart.org forward slash international.
6: As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, And he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800 Night 17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now 800 644 4817.
0: Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have questions or concerns about the topics of manipulation or forgiveness, any of the topics here on the program tonight, just call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help you access the appropriate resources. Those keys for living on forgiveness called Releasing You is Freeing Me, and then there's Manipulation, Cutting the Strings That Control. The customer support can help you with those or any other topic. Titles that might be helpful to you. The number again eight hundred four eight eight hope eight hundred four eight eight four six seven three. If you prefer to email them, here's the email address: customer support at That's customer support at r g. Let's return now to our conversation with Angie.
1: Well, Angie, one thing that I want you to hear is that forgiveness is non-negotiable from god's point of view um in the bible we read in colossians 3 13 bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another forgive as the lord forgive gave you forgive as the lord forgave you so um it doesn't change the fact that someone was wrong. The thing is, it's us holding on to it. And so what what has been so painful that your mother did to you? I, 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 you've already told me a few things, but what did you write down?
4: Um, I wrote... Um Competing with me and always feeling the need to show off for one-up me, um, for not knowing how to love me, for being fake, um, and for being mean and ungrateful and trying to buy me and, um, using my mental illness to disregard me.
5: Hmm.
1: When you say using your mental illness to disregard you, would you explain that?
4: Um, well, one reason I'm a believer is because Jesus did deliver me from several mental illnesses, so glory to God. Um, hmm. and um, but before that, I dealt with uh, schizoaffective disorder and PTSD and depression and anxiety and bipolar and all kind of fun stuff. And in order so that she wouldn't have to listen to my needs, she would just say, oh, that's the mental illness talking hmm. um, instead of um, really hearing what I had to say.
1: That hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well, first of all, um I want you to imagine that <laughs> imagine that I have put around your neck a uh, a meat hook, and on that meat hook, there is a burlap bag that is hanging from the meat hook. And what you've just described to me, we're going to, I'm going to mention them, but I want you to see that these are like boulders, like boulders of bitterness, each one of them. First of all, that she was manipulative, Many times, when it wasn't the truth of what was going on, she would manipulate you to get you to appear where she wanted you to be. And you knew it, but you kept being manipulated. And so, have you got the picture of the meat hook around your neck? I do okay and there's this burlap bag now you've talked about how she would manipulate you to get you to do certain things to buy buy you expensive gifts and she would apparently say whatever she wanted to say or she would use tears She would cry, but it was really just to manipulate you to do what she wanted you to do, correct? Correct. Okay. So there's the manipulation, using tears, using gifts, um, competing with you. These are boulders. Every one of them is 10 pounds. And... uh, not really loving you, but loving the attention of getting you to do what she wanted you to do. You said she was mean. The time she was mean toward you. Like, in what way was she mean?
4: Um, if you say something she doesn't want to hear, she'll, she'll yell. She'll mm. yell at you. Okay. Yeah.
1: That can be unnerving, right?
4: Yeah, pretty unnerving, okay.
1: yeah. Yeah. And you said she was ungrateful. Um, how was she ungrateful? Well... We're going to try to get our caller back. Something happened. Um, Just pray for Angie. Uh, Angie actually has a huge, I think she's so on her way because she's wanting, she knows she wants to do what God wants her to do. And okay, are, are you back with me?
4: Yes, ma'am. Sorry, the call dropped oh, out. Sorry.
1: Not a problem. That's just technology. That's what happens. But we're we're doing God's business now. So how how was she ungrateful to you?
4: Um, anything nice you I would do. Um, she she never says thank you or buy her a gift or you know do something she likes. It was always. Never said
1: I'm sorry or thank you. It's just kind of well yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she just ex. she had expectation that no matter what she was deserving of it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. She wasn't yeah. grateful. Okay. Right. All right. So here's another boulder ten pounds. And um you said using illness. Um, she she wounded you, too. Um, she's wounded your heart. So imagine by the time we look at all this pain that you've experienced, you're carrying an extra hundred pounds. Now, What would that be like if you carried that hundred pounds for the rest of your life around your neck?
4: Excruciating.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, God didn't create you to carry an extra hundred pounds of heavy rocks, the rocks of resentment. Instead, by the way, do you want to carry all that pain the rest of your life? No. No. So, so if you're, are you willing to take all this pain from the past and release it into the hands of the Lord? And anything yeah. else that you didn't mention? Okay. So what you're doing is you're taking her, you're Your Releasing all of this to God. Again, the word forgive means release. And you're releasing it to God. And then you're going to take her off of your emotional hook. And you're now going to put her onto God's hook. You're not letting her off the hook. You're just taking her off of your emotional hook, putting her onto God's hook. You get the picture? I do. -hmm. I do. And, And the Bible also says this is God speaking. It is mine to avenge, I will repay. So you don't let her off the hook. She's going to be on God's hook. So let's, would you just pray with me, okay? I want you to pray after me. Lord Jesus.
4: Lord Jesus.
1: Thank you for caring about my hurt.
4: Thank you for caring about my hurt.
1: You know all the things my mother has done.
4: You know all the things my mother's done.
1: To manipulate me. To manipulate me. Not really loving me.
4: Not really loving me.
1: Being ungrateful.
4: Being ungrateful.
1: Wounding my spirit.
4: Wounding my spirit.
1: Even trying to compete with me.
4: Even trying to compete with me.
1: Just to get her way. Just
4: to get her way.
1: But right now, I release all that pain into your hands.
4: Right now, I'll release all that pain into your hands. <laughs>
1: And I take my mother off of my emotional hook.
4: And I take my mother off of my emotional hook.
1: And put her onto your hook.
4: And put her onto your hook.
1: I do this as an act of my will.
4: I do this as an act of my will.
1: I'm choosing to forgive my mother.
4: I'm choosing to forgive my mother.
1: I refuse all thoughts of of revenge.
4: I refuse all thoughts of revenge.
1: And I pray one day she will have a changed life.
4: And I pray that one day she will have a changed life.
1: And give her life totally to Christ.
4: And give her life totally to Christ.
1: Set me free, Lord Jesus.
4: Set me free, Lord Jesus.
1: Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for setting me free. In your holy name I pray. In your holy name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, sweetheart, how are you feeling right now? Really, really happy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And realize (laughs) God did not create you to carry all of that weight and he his specialty is setting us free and then more and more you're going to be able to do what God created you to do and if you'd like for us to talk about manipulation what what now do you do Uh, would you like to do that
4: I would love to
1: Okay, we'll do part two the next time we talk I'm so happy for you. You continue to hang on to hope.
0: We will send our keys for living on forgiveness called Releasing You is Freeing Me. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at HopeForTheHeart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.